guys. I want to thank you so much for listening in today on our another our, our weekly podcasts. And I'm going to continue what we, we have been talking about when it comes to being led by the Spirit. Because this is a pretty in-depth topic and there is a lot to it. And I want to make sure we can cover everything so you guys can fully understand how to be led by the Spirit of God. Because the Bible tells us that those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So we know that as born-again Christians, we are the sons of God. So therefore, we should be led by the Spirit of God. And sometimes it can be, you know, sometimes we don't know how to do it. Sometimes it's tricky to discern, well, is this the Spirit? Is this just what I'm thinking? Like, what, what should I do? And that kind of stuff. And I'm really hoping by the time we finish all of these teachings on this topic, you'll have a better understanding, you know, a better clarification on how to be led by the Spirit of God. And the, the first two we talked about was understanding the difference between our mind, our soul, and our spirit, you know, because we are a three-part being. The one after that was talking about how the voice of God will lead us by the inward witness and the inward voice. And if you guys missed those, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to them before listening to this one because they all build upon each other and they kind of work with each other because it's really good to understand all of them when it comes to being led by the Spirit of God. Today, I want to talk about how we shouldn't sear our conscience or sear our heart, harden our heart towards the things of God, harden our conscience towards the word of God. You know, a lot of times we can go through life and, and things can happen. Sometimes we get off into false doctrine. Sometimes we get off into, um, you know, we judge things based off of what people around us say or what people around us teach or we use, you know, different people in our lives as examples rather than judging and discerning our life according to the word of God. And it can be dangerous when we do that because we can get off into weird things. We can get confused. We have all these other voices, all these other inputs. And, you know, we begin to ignore the guiding and the leading of the spirit of God for the things of the world, for how we feel our emotions in that moment by, you know, um, going after other religions or other advice from people rather than saying, OK, what are you saying to me, Holy Spirit? You know, we've got to make sure that we keep a pure and gentle heart towards God, a sensitive heart, a pure heart. And be tender-hearted towards God, towards the Spirit of God. Because when we're tender-hearted, when we have a soft heart, a heart open for the things of God, it will be a heart open to the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit. It won't be hardened. It won't be coarse. It won't be closed off. It won't be, you know, so jagged or seared that we can't feel, or I wouldn't say feel or discern the leading of the Holy Spirit. So we wouldn't be able to discern the leading of the Holy Spirit in our life because we're so closed off or so consumed by everything else. Matthew 5, 8 tells us, it says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Hebrews 10, 22, it says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. You know, we understand that a pure heart, we, we receive a pure heart when we're born again, because we're made new. We're made new in Christ Jesus. You know, we're a new creation. We have a new spirit within us. We have a fresh heart. We have, a, you know, all of this stuff, which is great. And so when we understand we have that, now we've got to say, okay, this is new. This is fresh. This is awesome. I want to keep that. I want to guard that. I want to protect that. Because the Bible tells us to guard our heart with due diligence, for out of it flow all the issues of life. 
So if we're not guarding our heart, if we're not protecting it, making sure we're keeping it tender-hearted, making sure we're keeping it pure-hearted, then it will cause us to get distracted by other things and we'll begin to ignore or not recognize the, the guiding and the leading of the Holy Spirit in our lives or the Spirit of God in our lives. See, a pure heart is one that loves God, avoids thinking or meditating on sin, and is of good conscience. You know, 1 Timothy 1.5, it says, The aim of our charge is to love those issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. So that's what we've got to make sure that we have in our life, a pure heart, a good conscience, and sincere faith towards God. Say, God, I want to be pure before you. I will have a good, clean conscience before you. I want to make sure that I am sincere of faith, that I truly believe your word. I truly seek after you. I seek after your voice. I seek after the leading of the Holy Spirit. And you learn to make that, you know, a priority in your life. Rather than trying to, to listen to everything else or, or, you know, the worst case scenario is when you begin to sear your conscience. And this is a very, 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 very long process. So it's not something that's just going to happen overnight. And I don't want anybody listening, you know, to this podcast today to get into fear, to get into condemnation or to get into worry because they feel like they've missed something. You know, because I can tell you right now, if you're in, in that area, then you have not missed it. Because to have a fully seared conscience is where you get so bad that you cannot even discern right from wrong anymore. You don't know. You don't know what's good. You don't know what's evil. You just do whatever you feel like doing because everything is good. Everything is fine. You know, it doesn't matter. And that's very, very, very dangerous. And I want to talk about that today because it's very pre prevalent in the world. You know, you have people, oh, it's okay if you do this. It's okay if you jump into this type of sin. It's okay if you live this type of lifestyle. You know, your truth is the only truth that matters. And they tell you all these lies, but none of it's true. And all of those things are doing is promoting sin in your life. And in promoting sin in your life, it's quenching the spirit of God. It's covering up the spirit of God. It's making it harder to be able to discern the spirit of God in your life. Because when you go after and actively pursue sin, actively fall into sin you know actively meaning you know what you're doing and you want to do it that's the big that's the big danger right there is you know what you're doing and you want to do it and you ignore that conscience you ignore that feeling on the inside of you that says hey look this is wrong you ignore those red lights you ignore that and say no I don't want to have anything to do with that I'm going to live how I want to live regardless of what's going on and that's a dangerous place to be, especially as a born-again Christian. You know, you have those in the world that they don't fully understand because they're under and they're trapped under Satan. You know, they don't see the same things. The Bible tells us that they are blind to the things of God. But when you're born again, those blinders are removed. When you're born again, you have a clearer understanding. You have clearer discernment because we are the sons of God. So we will be led by the Spirit of God. And we've got to make sure that we don't lose that we don't leave that and we don't start pursuing you know other things in our life you know first timothy 4 1 through 2 it says now the spirit expressively says that in the latter times some will depart from this faith giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons speaking lies and hypocrisy having their own conscience seared with a hot iron 
And what does that mean? When it's seared, it means you don't feel anything. If you sear your skin or you sear your flesh, all the nerves, all the, the, the uh, receptors and everything, is, it, it quits working. So you can't feel anything. So that's what it's saying when you have a fully seared conscience, you don't feel anything. You don't feel right and wrong. You don't feel you know, uh, uh, conviction. You don't feel any of that because it's so seared. It's so hard. It's so, so hard in that it, it makes it where you aren't able to discern the leading of the Holy Spirit. First uh, Timothy 1, 18 through 19, it says this charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare having faith and a good conscience with some having rejected concerning the faith and have suffered shipwreck. So what does that mean? He means he wants Timothy, he's like, can Timothy continue in the faith, continue pursuing God, continue walking according to his ways, having faith and good conscience before God. Don't allow condemnation. Don't allow guilt. Don't get, you know, off into sin. Don't get off into deception. Don't get off into all these other things and shipwreck yourself like other people did because they rejected their conscience. They rejected the guiding of the Holy Spirit. They rejected, you know, the truth and wanted to go and do things their own way, how they thought was good. And that's very dangerous. We've got to make sure we keep a pure heart. You know, we cannot be led by the Spirit of God if we are actively and knowingly chasing sin. You know, it won't, it won't allow us. Unless we keep a tender heart inside of us, spiritual things will become indistinct to you. You won't be able to tell the difference. But you know, what's really awesome is that God gives us a new heart and a new conscience. Psalms 10, 51, 10. He says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Renew a right conscience within me. Give me a new spirit. Give me a new heart and God will do it. We've got to make sure we open ourselves up to him and are able to give him all the hurt, give him all the pain. If we need to repent, we repent. If we need to change, we change. And we say, God, give me that pure heart so that I can see you, that I can know your ways and I can have a clear understanding and a discernment of the spirit of God so I can discern and be led by the spirit of God. Acts 15, 9, it says, And he made no distinction between us and them, having cleansed their hearts by faith. So we can cleanse our hearts by faith in God, by believing in God, by having faith in his word and actively pursuing it for our lives. That's how we begin to cleanse our hearts. That's how we renew our mind. All of this comes on meditating, pursuing after, and going after the things of God over anything else in our life. Say, God, I'm going to put you first. I'm going to put your word first. And I want to be led by your spirit. So thank you for giving me a new heart. Thank you for giving me a pure heart. Thank you for giving me a soft heart, a heart of forgiveness, a heart of love, a heart that pursues after you in faith. You know, in Psalms 119.9, it says, how can a young man keep his way pure? by guarding it according to your word. And Ezekiel eleven nineteen, and he says, and I will give them one heart and a new spirit I will put within them. I'll remove the heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. So he says, he'll give us a heart of flesh. He'll give us a new heart. You know, and if that's something, you know, sometimes we've gone through things in life. Heart, our hearts have been hardened because of experiences. Our hearts have been hardened because we've been victimized in different areas. Our hearts have been hardened because of sin, pursuing sin. We've got to make sure that we say, okay, God, 
thank you for giving me a new heart. You know, if you're watching today and you, you fit in those categories, you said, you know what, I have been hurt. I've been hurt by people. I've been hurt by sin in my life. I've been hurt because of uh, decisions you've made or because of being victimized by other you know, things in life you had no control over. And because of that, you've hardened your heart. You've been able to you've locked in unforgiveness or anything like that. I want to pray for you today. Lord God, I thank you right now for these people. I thank you that any form of unforgiveness be dealt with right now in Jesus name. That if there's someone they need to forgive, that you help them forgive them right now in Jesus name, that they can release it to you. Lord, I thank you that you're able to reach into anyone's heart and give them a new heart, just as the Bible says in Ezekiel, that you'll take out the heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. Lord God, I speak peace. I speak encouragement. I speak faith into these people right now in Jesus' name. Lord God, I thank you that if anybody's listening and they have been living in sin and actively pursuing things, that you will bring them into a form of repentance so that they can change and see you clearly, that they can understand your word and have full discernment of your spirit in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I hope it really blessed you and keep looking forward to the one next week because we're definitely gonna continue this topic on how to be led by the spirit of God. Again, thank you so much for listening and God bless.